right. YFT217. Teen. All right, let me get all my windows opened. The correct things I need to make the show as bad as it already is. It's early. Bran needs to record early. This is why my voice sounds like this. So let's do it. Let's just call her up. Let's see what's going on. Bing bong boom. Poop in your mouth. Bing bong boom. Answer the phone. Hey. What's up? Nothing. You got a new computer? Yeah. What'd you get? Um. Well, it's a hand-me-down computer. Oh, wow. Yeah. From who? Who handed it down? My sister. Miley or Noah? Yeah, Miley. Why didn't she want this computer anymore? What was wrong with it? She just wasn't using it, and I was talking about buying a computer, and I was so torn between getting another like laptop because I travel so much, but... The thing about the laptops is like I really need the MacBook Pro, like the big one, because to store all the music for like DJing. That's really what I use my computer for the most. But then they're so heavy. Then when you're traveling, it's a pain in the ass. And so I was like, what I'd really love to do is like have a desktop for all my DJ stuff, and then the laptop that like I could just get like a little air to travel with, and it'd be so much lighter and be great. I was like, but I can't buy two computers. And I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, why don't you just take the desktop in my office? I'd never use it. And I was like, okay, you don't gotta tell me twice. So your mom gave you the desktop and your sister gave you the laptop? No, 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 no. My sister said take the desktop. Oh. I still have my like my old laptop, but now I think what I'll do is get a little MacBook Air just to travel it. So but when you go do your DJ gigs, you're going to bring the big desktop? No. So when I travel for, for gigs, all I take is a, a USB stick yeah, with okay. all my music on it, and it plugs into the gear. So I really don't need – I don't need the laptop when I'm at gigs – for DJing, I need it at home. I need a computer to like to like download music on, set my cue points, quote unquote practice, which I don't do much, but you know. Gotcha. Well, do you have any other computers laying around that you can donate to the Wells Adams Fund? No. Oh well, the world is hard right now. <sighs> yeah, me, I guess. Let me tell you, we the, can't really complain though. Oh, well, I can complain about anything, but uh, <laughs> well, we know that. Yeah. The final weeks before a wedding, sheesh, well, they'll get you. <laughs> they will get you. Okay? It's you and the sheesh. Sheesh. Man, it's the best and the worst. What do you got going on, though, in your life? Kind of the same shit as normal, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I attempted to go to the IndyCar race this past weekend in Nashville, and it freaking thunderstormed, and it canceled all the stuff on Saturday, And then Sunday I went downtown and it looked pretty nice out. And I was like, all right, this is going to be good. This is going to go on. And then we got down there and then you know how it fucking is when you're like going to an event. It's like park here and then take this shuttle here and then walk here and then call this person and they'll come pick you up and take you to this gate. And then you get, it's like people going to an event is the biggest pain in the ass, but we were doing it and it was going to be worth it because IndyCar is so fun. And then we get like all the way to like the last gate And all of a sudden, we see these massive storm clouds rolling in. And I was like, fuck. I was like, that looks bad. So I looked at the radar, and it looked bad. And I was like, I think we bail. I think we have to turn around and go back and get the car and leave, or we're going to get stuck in this big thunderstorm. And it's like one lightning strike, one lightning strike. And they they put a hold on the event for 30 minutes. And every time a new lightning strike happens, 30 more minutes, like the the 30-minute timer restarts. you know. And you know Nashville. It's like storms here all the time, crazy lightning. I was like, fuck, I don't want to sit here, you know, crammed into a room with all these people sheltering in place and whatnot. So we bailed and we got out of there. The second I got to my car, it started 
pouring rain and it postponed the race until like five o'clock. And by then I was just kind of over it. So I didn't even go. Man, you are going full redneck these days. <laughs> just the Mule Day Queen is out here just going to IndyCar races. Is IndyCar redneck? I don't know, man. What's... I feel like NASCAR is a little bit, but IndyCar is like a step up. I guess. What's next? Like a strongman competition? Like what are you doing next <laughs> that is going to be shocking to me? Maybe. I just go where I'm invited, you know? Well, that's that's fair. I was invited to uh, Outside Lands over the weekend. Oh, I've always wanted to go to that. Oh, you should go. It's the best. Yeah, I bet. Obviously, you didn't go. I went. I went. Yeah. Oh, you did go? Yeah. Your boy Why didn't I see any content? You should have seen it because it was, it was SpawnCon for sure. Oh, maybe I did see it. I did like a activation with Aperol. Maybe, I saw that. I didn't realize you were at a festival. Yeah. So um, if you haven't heard of Outside Lands, it's a music festival in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, which is Golden Gate Park just in itself is beautiful. It's in this huge park with all these like eucalyptus trees and on this mountain that kind of overlooks the bay and it's Oh, chef's kiss, 68 degrees there with a little coastal fog that'll come in and kiss your nose and say everything's going to be all right, Wells, compared to the stifling 98 degrees we got here in Studio City. I can't believe mm. I'm saying this, but your boy's ready for some fall, all right? Ready for, I'm ready for a cardigan, Well, you know? you're in a beanie and a hoodie. Well, that's because it's 7.30 in the morning because you asked to do this early, Okay. Is it cold at 7.30 in the morning? It's just I'm trying to stay comfy. I'm taking my it. comfies, you know? See. Yeah. So anyways, I uh, I had to go up to San Francisco for outside lands and to sling some Aperol spritzes. By the way, not even an ad, even though it originally was an ad, but we're all sleeping on Aperol spritzes. Abs- I'm not. I love them. Absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. I think that I always thought an Aperol spritz was like a Campari and soda, and I, I'm not a huge Campari and soda boy. An Aperol spritz is, ooh, baby boy, it'll get you. I mean, yeah. it's it's a lot of champagne, and then it's some your Aperol spritz, some soda water, and then an orange. I like all those things. Mm-hmm. The color is beautiful. It looks like mm-hmm. almost like a tequila sunrise a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you even threw in like a Luxardo cherry to the bottom, that thing would look exactly like a tequila sunrise. Anyways, we're all sleeping on it. It's a drink of the summer, man. It's so fucking hot out here. You get yourself a little Aperol spritz, and you are living made in the shade, baby. I don't even know what um, I'm You've been sleeping on it, but I feel like, you know, if you're well-traveled and yes. you frequent Europe, the Aperol spritz is a very popular beverage, yes. especially like a daytime cocktail, poolside, beachside. I would say Miami is up on the Aperol spritz as well, even some of the bougier L.A. spots. Yeah. Well, let's just bring it to the States. Not Like Italy doesn't get to own this drink, I feel like, you know? You don't got to be in Lake Como to enjoy a nice Aperol spritz. You can just be in downtown but, Studio City. But Lake Como is a nice place to have an Aperol spritz. Yes. Take it from someone that has been and had said Aperol spritz. I would like to go to Lake Como and have an Aperol spritz with you or without you. I don't, it's very nice. It sounds great. It sounds beautiful. Anyways, everyone should go to uh, Outside Lands. Awesome, really well-run well festival. It's very clean. Did you watch any bands? Yeah, I saw local natives. Love them. Ooh, love. It was an in and out, though. I took the JSX flight from Burbank mm-hmm. up to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And this is what I learned. I can totally go to, for dinner in San Francisco if I want. So I took the, like, the 1230 flight into San Francisco. This is going to sound mm-hmm. so bougie, but so it's, bougie. it's what happened. I took the 1230 flight, landed, 
went to the festival, and then was, was back on the flight at 7.30 p.m. flying back home. Wow, that was a quickie. It was great. Saw a couple bands, slung some Aperol spritzes, took some made picks. Made some money. Made some money, took some picks with some peeps. It's great. Love that for you. I mean, you got to take the picks with peeps. Gotta. All right, well, do you want to uh, you want to start the bitch? Yeah, we should. I think it's you. I think so, too. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy coming at you live. No, we're not. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Live. Coming at you live with hopefully much faster, much improved internet. I had. Two people, two different days over here that I had to endure mm-hmm. dealing with technical issues to improve this Wi-Fi. And I got to tell you guys, it's all for the for you guys, for the YFTers. Like, it was the main motivation for getting the Wi-Fi situated. So I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope this is a clearer, better audio experience for everyone. And for the Pornhub, probably. No. Yeah. That was working fine. <laughs> hey! Well, that's good. What do they have to do? Do they do they reset the router and then leave? Probably, you know, they, they dicked around for like a solid hour and a half each time pretending they were doing things, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, but, you know, they, they sit here and they, you, they're they like, all right, let's pull up the speed test app on your phone and try it from all the rooms. And I'm like, here's the thing. We do this while you guys are here and it's fast and then you guys leave and then it's slow. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But so far, so good. I know. right? We haven't had one cutout yet. Yeah, so maybe maybe they actually did something this time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm into it. Batch. We starting with Batch? I feel like that's the kind of the... I told you the format of our show last episode, oh, so I feel like... We're sticking to that, huh? Yeah, I feel like people, people like a routine. Do they? Yes. Well, I know I do. Yeah, I think some people like a routine. Do you not like a routine? You like, like to mix things up? I like to mix it up. Otherwise, I get bored. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do a different one next week, but today we're okay. going to stick with uh, the routine. It's also really, really the one thing I got to talk about. That's not true, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. So, finally, Logan does what Logan does, and mm-hmm. he breaks up with Rachel. Yet another man who has rejected the love of the one we call Rachel and jumped over to the Gabby side. Rachel, not surprisingly, has a complete fucking meltdown. <laughs> Fucking stage four nuclear meltdown. Uh Uh-huh. Cancels 
yet another date. Like, how is she going to get to know anyone left if she keeps canceling dates? Lady, we're making a television show. If you cancel the dates, we got nothing to film. You know? Yeah. It's like almost like a self-actualizing prophecy. Like, it's people not wanting to be with her and rather be with Gabby. Then she freaks out and, like, kind of loses her mind. And then the guys, I think, are probably like, what? I don't know if I want to date this person. And then they're like, you know what? I think I want to go over to the Gabby side. And then, like, it's like this thing that is, like, perpetuating upon itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Lady, you got to meet these people eventually. Yeah. We were almost hometowns. There's a bunch of people on the show where I'm like, I don't know that person's name. No, I know. That's crazy. It's insane. But I mean, like, we knew it was going to happen. The sicko in me would have, like, loved for her, like, to, like, stick through the date. But, like, was just crying the entire time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you surprised that Gabby allowed Logan to uh, stick around? Not at all, because I don't think Gabby has a very strong group of guys. Like I said that last week, I don't think Gabby has as strong of connections or like, you know, as good of guys to choose from in her group as Rachel did. So she's probably pumped to add another guy to the group, you know, another option. Yeah. At some point, this whole like we're best friends in this whole journey has got to It's got we got to be over it. You know, like I know. I, is anyone buying it at this point? No. I, did we ever buy it? I feel like that. No. Never. Yeah, it's tough. I actually feel like he handled it really well. I feel like she was a little bit dismissive of him, like when he came to tell her. Like, I felt like he was doing a very good job of being respectful, but also being honest and also, you know what I mean? And trying not to hurt her feelings. And she was like, I get it, but just like, that's that's enough. You know what I mean? And it, I don't know. Like, I'm like, the, the guy is trying here. Like, he really kind of did everything right. Like, as long as he's being truthful and saying, I was really trying to see if we had a connection before I jumped ship. Like, he really, I don't know, deserved a, like to, a little bit more than what she was giving him, I felt like. There was fire behind those eyes. There was hatred when he was telling her that. I mean, she's got a leg to stand on like hey why are you accepting all these roses if you don't like me what's right. going on but in his defense when i was on the show after even after like rose ceremony three i'm like i still don't really know this person so like maybe no, I know. So like maybe maybe this is my person i just haven't had the opportunity to like find that out yeah i think that's where he was probably coming from i think he also probably wanted to stay on the show you know oh for sure to play devil's advocate like i think he also could have been like well gabby didn't pick me maybe she doesn't like me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but and like sorry all right well this you know rachel does she's beautiful maybe i give this a chance and then he's in it for a couple of weeks and realizes like oh, i'm not really feeling it and i'm kind of it's kind of worth the risk to go tell gabby i have feelings for her and see if she happened to feel the same you know what i mean it is kind of funny like sadly funny like how excited logan is in his new world in team gabby he sees her and he's like so like he's like i'm just excited, just excited to be here this is so fun you know team rachel has been just like beaten down like every episode she like comes in is like no one paid attention to me at the boxing match or like no one wants my roses i'm canceling everything you know and he he comes over here it's like a whole new world squirrels and birds are flying around like dressing <laughs> gabby and shit and he's like this is much better than over there yeah so what else happens all right so gabby has know. a one-on-one -on -one with oh god i can't remember his name johnny johnny thank you who i know nothing i knew nothing about before that episode yeah like 
don't recall him saying one thing, you know? Yeah, he hasn't really said a whole lot. He seems like a fun guy. I feel like he is one of those people who bounces someone's energy back at them. Gabby's goofy, so uh, I'm going to be goofy, I guess. Totally. Let's we'll see if this works. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or is Tino a cross between Blake and Tyler Cameron? Oh, I think Tino looks like Miles Teller. I could see that a little bit. I see a lot of Blake for some reason. But then I also have see people saying that he looks like Tyler Cameron, and I can kind of see that just a tiny bit too. Yeah. So I'm like, it's kind of a love child between Tyler Cameron, Miles Teller, and Blake. Yeah. The guy with the mullet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric. I don't trust that guy. I don't either. I haven't trusted him since day one. Yeah. I don't know what he's cooking up over there, but it ain't fucking kosher. He also looks <laughs> like a bad country singer. I could see him playing like Tin Roof on Mumbry and singing oh, like sure. Wagon Wheel over and over again. And I fucking hate this guy. Hitting on like 19-year-olds. Like I just feel like I don't, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> and sorry if you're listening, dude. It's hard to pull off the mullet and, be an, and not be an asshole. You're right. You know? Yes, you're right. There's a part of me that feels bad for Jesse in this situation because... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's first show doing The Bachelorette. The last season was easy for him because it was another athlete. And, like, athletes can talk mm -hmm. to athletes and stuff. And now he's having to talk to this woman who's having, like, level 22 meltdowns. I don't know how to help you here, kid. You know? I know. I feel like they should have sent in. I mean, they're in fucking Belgium, so I guess they can't. But that would have been a good time to send in, like, a Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, when Rachel was crying, I was like, hug her. You need to hug her now. She's very beaten down. Not like, what do you want to do? Also, let's stop asking them what they want to do. I know. And just it, tell them. It, listen. Hey, kid. We're two weeks from hometowns. You can't be canceling parties, you know? Mm -mm. Cheer up, buttercup. Let's go. Put on your dress and let's go. Uh-huh. Because you got to meet these guys. You can't keep doing this to them. But, like, I feel I so bad for you. And, like, give me a hug and, like, you're beautiful. And, like, pump her up, you know? And then be like, but you know what? Let's get out there, kid. Mm -hmm. Sarah and I were talking about this last night. Who's going to be The Bachelor? I've been thinking this too. It's Slim Pickens. It is. Do you want to know why this two Bachelorette thing doesn't work? Well, there's a bunch of reasons, but let's hear it. I think I realized it. It's really hard to cast this show. It's hard to get, well, one, it's probably hard to get 30 guys that are even an option. And then of those 30 guys, I really think you've got like six people. One, like really good at being on TV. Two, like really actually ready, like right reasons thing. Three, like very good looking. And four, like the leads wanting to date them mm. it's really hard to find those people the problem that we have here is is that you now need to double that number because you have two women right mm -hmm. and that's the thing like i think that there are the same amount of guys that we would have had if there was one, just one bachelorette really like only like both sides have like one or two guys that are like those things yeah i think that's what's tough about all of this i agree it's also fractured because you have to go back, you have to jump back and forth between storylines. So you're not giving guys who are actual stars could get a bachelor edit. The option to actually get the bachelor edit because you're having to constantly jump back and forth. Yeah, I know. But with all that said, Nate. I mean, I'm obsessed with Nate. I feel like Nate's the guy. Yeah. I mean, if Nate, uh, yeah. I don't think Gabby is going to pick Nate. I think, think a big part of it's the kid, even if it's like not talked about and she doesn't even like really realize it. I think that's going to hold her back from letting herself fall for him yeah. enough. Love Nate on Gabby's side. And I really love Zach yeah. on Rachel's side. And 
he seems perfect for her, but I don't think she's going to pick him. Oh, I think she's going to pick Zach. You do? Yeah, I do. Interesting. Last thing about The Bachelorette. What the fuck are we doing with the promos to get people to apply to The Bachelorette? I don't know, but they're horrible. I feel like they keep getting kind of worse. There was one that was really bad a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Basically telling somebody to break up with their boyfriend to come on the show or something. Oh, I know. Are you dating a complete loser? Just have a hot girlfriend that you know from college DM him nudes and when he responds with heart eyes emoji, dump his ass and apply to be on the next season of The Bachelorette. Are you dating a little sissy boy? Slowly poison him with arsenic. Then chop his body into little pieces and distribute those pieces into the Everglades. Then apply to be on the next season of The Bachelorette. Are you married to Amber Heard? <laughs> Sue her for $40 million, get your career back, and then apply to be on The Bachelorette. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, like, dude. Are they that desperate? Or... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's the thing here? <laughs> Holy shit. Alright, is that enough batch talk? Yeah. Alright. Uh, you got some fave things, bro. Oh, 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 last patch thing. Oh, okay. Quick shout out for Gabby's wardrobe. It has been mm -hmm. chef's kiss. So many fabulous dresses. I loved the green from this yeah. week's episode. Sarah was like, amazing. I want that dress. Yeah, I want the green dress. And then also I loved her rose ceremony dress as well. I mean, they're really killing it with her. Yeah, I agree. She's looking good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, do you have some fave things, bro? Bro, did you watch the finale of Blackbird? No, I haven't yet. Is it good? <gasps> Is it good? I need you to hurry. I, I totally forgot. Yeah, it comes out on Fridays. Dang it. I didn't realize this was the last episode as I was watching it. Yeah. I felt like they could have drug it out more. I don't know. I, I wasn't ready for it to end. It, it kind of shocked shocked me that it ended just so quickly. Um, But I, I, I we can't talk about it because you haven't seen it. I don't want to run it. Mm, it is a, such a good show, though. But that guy, what's the lead's name? Taryn Egerton. Taron Egerton, he's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Like, he's so good in this last episode. It's insane. And so is the um, the the guy who's well, the villain. Yeah. yeah, the bad guy. So anyway, ugh, I guess we'll talk about it next week since you haven't seen it. But yeah. hurry. All right. Also, Very good show. If you guys aren't watching, you got to get on it. Oh, we talked about it before, but I, I finished it. The Bear is so good on FX, also on Hulu. Go watch The Bear. It's fantastic. Especially if you ever worked in the service industry, you need to go watch a show because, well, it might bring some PTSD to your life. It's fantastic. So I finally watched Jurassic World Domination. Is this the newest? Yes. Jurassic installment? I haven't seen this. You know, I had such high hopes because they're bringing back Laura Dern and Sam Neill, the OGs from mm -hmm. Jurassic Park, you know? And then, mm -hmm. oh, and Jeff Goldblum, who, by the way, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum have aged beautifully here in Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know what, you know, like if they're on like the Paul Rudd serum or some shit, you know? <laughs> like drinking period blood or I don't know what's happening. Ew! You know, people- disgusting thing you've ever said on this show dude you i so i watched it was on i think it was on tiktok it was a girl she was very cute she saves her period blood no because it's got like a bunch of i guess stem cells and that's those like rege regenerative regenerative no. regenerative uh cells and i don't know what she does she like smears it on her face or something no. or she like mm -mm. eats it or drinks it Ew. 
period blood's a thing. That's disgusting. Anyways. Uh, That's worse than umbilical cord stem cells. Yeah. That's uh, all kind of gross. Which is also gross, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let me tell you what. If it makes me look like Jeff Goldblum at 65, I'm smearing that shit all over my face. You're smearing period blood on your face. All over. If I look like Jeff oh Goldblum? Oh, my God. Come on. That's a TikTok video I want to see. Yeah. But I had high hopes for it, you know? It's got all these, you know, these OGs coming back. And then you still, of course, have Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Harper. It just sucked. Like, mm -hmm. I just... It's it's basically... Well, here's the, the tag. Four years after the destruction of Isla Nublar, Biosyn operatives attempt to track down Maisie Lockwood while Dr. Ellie Sattler investigates a genetically engineered swarm of giant insects. Jurassic World domination. Not to, like, ruin it for you, but uh, there's just way too many giant crickets in this movie. <laughs> I came to see the dinosaurs, not to see crickets flying around. I don't need to see a bunch of cicadas Ew. on my screen that are gigantors. And they're no. and they're eating the wheat. What the fuck? Are we let me show me some dinosaurs. Show mm -hmm. me T Rex. Show me some mm -hmm. raptors. Show me blue. Which you do see all that kind of stuff, but way too many crickets. I love blue. I love blue. Blue's great. Blue's like little daughter, or yeah, is in this one too. Mm. Very cute. You can pass on Jurassic Park World. Jurassic World domination. Damn. Unless that's, you're that's devastating. I know. Unless you're a big cricket gal, and then get into it. Yeah, I am. I mean, I don't know who is. So for whatever reason, Carl the Bloodhound has like a it's is it a cyst? It's like oh. a it's like a big ball of pus, yeah. basically. Those are common, I think. Yeah. And he's got it right on the top of his head, okay? And so this bitch has been draining. I've been like squeezing out the cyst juice for like 2 weeks now. Maybe yeah. she should go get this checked, but he seems to be he's bopping around, doesn't even feel it, but anyways. <sighs> so the other day we were about to go on a run and I was like I was like, oh, this is kind of like, it's like bleeding a little bit. So I'm going to like kind of fix it up. So I went and got a napkin or whatever. And I was like patting it down. And I was like, you know, I'm going to squeeze some of this a little bit, you know? Yep. <clears throat> that thing shot out like cannon fire. Ew. Directly into my eyeball. No. I'm going to throw up. Are you All that pus juice directly into my ocular cavity? <laughs> and then I fucking lost my mind because I was like, oh no, like I'm gonna get pink. This is how you get pink. This has got to be pink eye or something, For you know? Sure. Like, mm -hmm. this is just like tepid, rancid pus blood directly into my eye socket. So I was like, fucking flip, flipped out. And of course, Carl's like, what's going on? And so I had to go like wash my eye out uh, with water. And then I was like, you know what? We got to go in there with some soap. So I soaped my eyeball. Do you know how no. much that hurts? I don't know if that was really the thing to do. What do you do? I don't know. Well, I think that soap is the thing soap? to do. You got to clean it. Got to get. Don't it. you have any like saline solution well, laying around? And then I then I put in some eye drops after that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think a saline wash is like the move there for the future. Just FYI. Well, now I now I just feel like my eye. <sighs> you know, like I'm always just like, is, is, it, is something wrong with it? You know. Uh huh. And that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have fucking pink eye for my wedding. At your wedding? I know. Oh my god. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be like, well, I guess we're doing this with sunglasses on, you know? I'm like a total douchebag. Yikes. Man, 
But anyways, if you're if you're popping cysts on your dog's head, dude, wear sunglasses. Speaking of sunglasses. Yeah. I feel like more often than not lately, I've seen a lot of people wearing sunglasses indoors. Mm -hmm. What could your reason possibly be for doing that? I don't know. It's a great Larry David joke. uh, That's there are two types of people that wear sunglasses inside. Okay. People who are blind and assholes. Like it's like it's crazy. And especially like this has also happened to me a lot lately where someone inside wearing sunglasses says, hey, Brandy. Okay. I can't see you. I, I like, I don't, first I can't tell who you are cause you're wearing sunglasses inside, which is completely unnecessary and stupid. So mm-hmm. how am I supposed to be able to recognize you if I can't see your face? And also like, don't make me feel bad for not recognizing you and saying hello. Like it's the tone. Hey Brandy. Like I should know. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't see your fucking face. Yeah. This happens to me a lot. All right. Well, you know what? You should say, Hey asshole. Why are you wearing sunglasses inside? What are you fucking Sophia L- Laurent? Is that a person? Like it, I don't know, but it's got to stop. You sh- Chanel? Is that a person? I'm, I'm not sure. Who's like a fancy indoor bitch? The Devil what? Wears Prada. The Devil oh. Wears Prada woman. Who's that? Um, I, I forget. Are you Miranda? Is that her name? Miranda, yes. What are you, Miranda? I even like, it, it goes as far as like, when I was in Miami, which, you know, a lot of assholes in Miami. Yeah. But I went to dinner, like, with a very large group of people, and I knew, like, two people, so it's a table full of people I didn't know. And there was a guy that legitimately sat through dinner with mm. sunglasses on. Wow. Really? That's 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 serious. Yeah. Or he's a blind man. He's not, He wasn't. <laughs> okay. So he's an asshole. Yeah. My thing is, is that I don't do well in low light, you know? And if, it, if I'm indoors <laughs> and I got low light, it's hard for me to see shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's rude to talk to somebody with sunglasses on. Sometimes even when I'm outside, like if I'm meeting someone new and I'm outside and have sunglasses on, I I feel like my reaction is to take them off and like shake somebody's hand and say hello. Like I just, I don't know. Like the sunglasses thing is kind of rude. Like, you know, to an extent. If you're outside and the sun is blinding by all means, but that is definitely something that I feel like I make a point to do when I'm talking to somebody or meeting somebody new. Like if I can go without the sunny as I do it, you know? You know what's another thing that bugs me? <laughs> Influencers who post pictures that looked like paparazzi pictures, but they're obviously not. <laughs> what are you doing here? So so all influencers, basically. Well, no. I mean, I technically... that's part of it. No. Technically, I'm an influencer, and I don't like... Are you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. So I fucking was slinging Aperol spritzes earlier this week. Yeah. I don't get someone to take pictures of me, like, getting out of a car and then post it thinking, like, people are going to think that this is fucking a paparazzi. Like, what? What are you doing? That's... To me, that's. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, absolutely. It just seems so try hard because the truth of the matter is this: if you are famous enough to get paparazzi, you don't You're post. Not posting it. You don't post those pictures. One because you don't probably not fucking dressed up to like look good, and two, you can get sued for posting those pictures because you don't own them, which is so fucking stupid. So if you're posting that, then we know that they're not paparazzi pictures, and so like, what's happening here? It, and I'm not talking like a photo shoot. Like, that's different. I'm talking about the walking. And you know what I'm talking about here. Well, yeah. A lot of fashion fashion influencers do it. Yeah. I, it, I can't stand it. It really bugs me. We see this. Whatever. 
hilarious. Just take a picture. You want to see my outfit? Stand still. Put your foot out like all the girls do, you know? One foot out. <laughs> got, it, got it elongate. Got to put the foot out, you know? Take Wanna. the pic, you know? But let's stop pretending that you're getting pap getting out of this fucking Uber, okay? Yeah. Um, so when I was in San Francisco, I saw a lot of hot gamer girls that like, oh. you know, like they, they kind of like dress up and cosplay a little bit. I don't know if you've seen that, but like all my TikTok, I think just because I have a penis. Like Your I, TikTok algorithm is something It's else. out there, man. It is out there. They're like hot gamer girls. They're always like playing video games and like dressed up like a cat or something, you know? And you're ah. like, what the fuck is this? And they all their makeup is like done to the nines and all this stuff. So I saw a bunch of them in San Francisco, which makes sense, Silicon Valley, all that kind of stuff. And they're all dressed up like that. And I have a theory on it. I think it's bullshit. I think that all of you guys out there that think that these chicks are gamers, you're stupid, all right? <sighs> They've just realized that they can pretend to be a dork or a nerd and get millions of you nerds to think that they're a part of, like, your world. They're not, okay? They're hot chicks. Okay. They're hot chicks with a fucking OnlyFans account, and they're getting you guys out there. They're duping you because you're dumb. I guarantee you they have no idea how to play FIFA 2022, okay? <sighs> they have no idea. They don't play Call of Duty, okay? <laughs> Definitely not. They're not in their fucking winning at Halo or Red Dead Redemption, okay? They're working on their contouring, okay, and they're slinging their OnlyFans. So they're selling feet pics, fart jars, period blood, maybe I don't Ew. know. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I cannot with that. It's funny though. It's disgusting. Anyways, those girls don't don't game. Sorry, they don't. And if they no. do, if they do, I feel like they probably some people who like uh, is it Twitch. What is it where they, mm -hmm. it watches you play or whatnot? Twitch. Yeah. If they do, they're terrible. And you should know that they're bad. You know? Come on. Yeah. They're selling fart jars out here. For sure. For sure, bro. Oh, I watched a good movie. Oh. Uh, the Bad Guys. I feel like I've seen that. Who's in that? It's like a Pixar. Actually, I think it's DreamWorks, but. Oh, just kidding. I have not. It's really cute. Sam Rockwell is the main guy. He plays a wolf. Mark Marin, who I'm a huge fan of, is uh, the snake voice. Aquafina is in there because she's in everything. Um, Craig Robinson from The Office is in it. Alex Bordstein from Family Guy is in it. Anyways, it's it's a fun kids movie that is really for adults, like every Pixar and DreamWorks thing. It's got a good twist to it, and yeah, yeah it's it's family fun for all seasons. Okay, get in on it. You gotta love it. And of course they use Billie Eilish. I'm a bad guy. You know that song? They probably they probably paid a pretty penny for that. I feel like they wrote this this movie after they heard that song. They're like, well, we're gonna use this. Probably. Yeah. So Victoria, one of our producers, went to the uh the YFT Facebook group and asked the crowd for some feedback. And we got some responses, so I thought we'd go through that. Love it. All right. Love, love some constructive criticism. Yeah, but also just be happy with what you get, okay? I mean, geez, Louise. We could improve. No, it's the best. First one, more catch-up life updates in the beginning. I feel like we do that, and that's all, that's all we've got. Yeah, like I, I can, mean. I can make up some shit if you want. <sighs> I just only have the went to San Francisco thing. 
Right. I feel like we do catch up life stuff. People want us to be more careful with the spoilers, mm. uh, verifying that when we say skip two minutes, it's actually two minutes, or interjecting and editing when not. Okay. The problem with that is I'll say, okay, skip four or two minutes, and then we end up talking for five minutes, and I try to cut I it know. down. And I, so so that I can't go back in time and be like, actually, four, I guess I could. So, yeah, I, we'll try, I'll try to do better. Sorry. People want yeah. more fan interaction. wants to play some voice notes. I know we need to um, – remember when we did, I did the episode by myself, and I just did like a bunch of like people's yes. favorite things? We probably need mm -hmm. to do that. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Go to, the, uh, go to the YFT podcast Instagram page and send mm -hmm. us – they have to be either voice notes or video – Okay, don't type out what you want because we want to hear your voice, uh, what your favorite things are or least favorite things. Okay, and then we'll play them. Yep. We'll do a couple of them next week. Love that. People miss the Amazon reviews. I get that too, but we kind of read all the funny ones. Like, you know, like I scoured the internet for all the good ones and we did them. And so I can. But if you guys know of any, yeah. send them our way. Send them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, produce a show for us. Yeah. Um,. They want more life updates and vulnerability from Brandi. But don't you know that Brandi has a ice cold heart that has... I really do. She doesn't feel pain. It. All right. I really, I really don't. And you know what? I'm sick of people making me feel bad for that. Yeah. Look at that. Sorry I'm not having emotional breakdowns every hour like Rachel the Bachelorette. Like, yeah. that's just not me. I like how you've gotten emotional about not being emotional. <laughs> how meta. <laughs> How meta. Wow. I mean, I feel like that kind of ties into, you know, the first thing of like to give us life, life updates and stuff. Like I hate to bring it to you guys. Like my life's kind of boring in the sense of that when I'm home, like there's really nothing exciting going on. And I just do the same shit every day. I wake up, I feed the animals, I ride my horse, I come back, I hang out with Astro and that's it. Like it's really yeah not that deep. And as much as I wish I had some relationship tea to spill to you guys, it's I'm single as fuck and it, there's just not a whole lot going on over here. So sadly, no dating gossip. People want fave, least fave wedding episode. So the things that we oh, love. After the wedding. Well, yeah. So well, that needs to happen first. Okay. So obviously we'll do that when it happens, but I can't like, you know. I guess I could do a favorite, least favorite of like wedding planning, mm. you know. People want to hear from Derek, Sarah, and Tish more. Well, Tish is going to be on an episode, I think, coming up very soon. If I can pin her ass down. Yeah. Yeah. Bran, I'm just busy today. <sighs> she was here for literally 36 hours. Yeah. Yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw that on Instagram. I don't know how, like, she continues to smoke so much weed, like, Every time I see her, I think it's more and more and more and more and more. But somehow she still functions. It's really, honestly, it's a talent. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. I will say, Tish did give me a really good pro tip. I did put it on my Instagram story, but if you missed it, we all know Tish is the queen of interior design and DIY and all that stuff. Yeah. It was the toothpaste so, thing? Yeah. We were hanging photos, and she was so freaking stoned. She kept putting holes and then having to move them and all that. And I was like, Mom... You're putting unnecessary holes in the wall, and then we'd hang a photo, and then the, you could see the hole where she did it wrong above it or something. And I don't just have – what's the stuff that the – Cock. Cock. I don't have that laying around. And so she was like, I, I know what to do. I know what to do. This this is genius. And she was like, I need some white toothpaste. And so I went and get my freaking toothpaste, and I'm like, this is not going to work. And when she started doing it, I was like, I can still see the hole. But honestly – 
she was kind of right. Like I'm looking at the wall that we had to do the patches at and I can't see it from here. Like it's pretty legit. All right. Nice little it's pretty good fix. So if you guys need, need to like, uh, and it did, I will say she did say it works better if there is an actual hole to fill versus like there were some spots on the wall where people just like chipped the paint off, like, you know, hitting the wall or something with furniture, who knows what. Um, and it kind of works for that. But if you do have a hole to fill, the toothpaste does work. As long as your uh, walls are the same color as your toothpaste. Well, my walls are white. Yeah. So, yeah. But if not, like, if not, you could probably fill it with the toothpaste. And then if you had your paint lying around, you could probably just paint over the toothpaste and touch it up and it might work. Yeah. People also want fuck you very much merch. Okay. Oh. It's going to be really hard. I feel like it's going to be really hard for people to walk around with a shirt that says fuck you very much. I think so too. But maybe, like, maybe it's one of those things where, like, like, tizzle has this one fucking sweatshirt of all, of all the clothes in her closet. She wears this one gray sweatshirt that says Fallon across it. It's like the merch you get when you go do Jimmy Fallon yeah. show. And it's ancient. She's had it forever and it's her favorite sweatshirt. And it's just, she just wears it around the house. So like it could be something where we put it on a sweatshirt and someone just like lounges in it and wears it around their house or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Then we'll do, we'll do a fuck you very much sweatshirt. And then like, this is why you're alone sweatshirt. That's good. You know? I do feel like a coffee mug saying fuck you very much could be good too. That's true. Or crew socks that say fuck you on the left one and very much on the right one. I like that. That'd be cute. But if you're just on like the right side of the person, they're like, what the fuck? Why is this? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck your ankle. No, I think they should. I think it should go like um like on the back side of the sock so that when you're standing behind somebody, you can read fuck you very much. Yeah. That'd be funny. Do you have some Muzaks or no? Possibly. So that's a, I haven't listened to anything, but I can yeah. whip something up real quick. Oh, you're probably not going to love it, but, and I, I don't know if it's new, new, new. I might be a little behind on it, but I've been listening to like, elect, listen, I'm a DJ, but electronic music is not really something I listen to in my free time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's people that listen to house music a lot in the cars. That's just not me. Um, but I do feel like I, I've been trying to like expand my electronic music uh, bandwidth in my, you know, just to, for, for work purposes. So I've been listening to the Mint playlist on Spotify. Do you ever listen to that? No, I don't even know what that is. It's the Spotify playlist for like dance hits. Okay. You know what I mean? Like worldwide dance hits or whatever. And I think this might be like a remix of like a song that, that already existed. I can't really tell, but the second song on the list this week is turn on the lights again. And it's uh, a Swedish house mafia track, but it features future who I love. He's my favorite hip hop artist. It's a sickening track. Like it's been like my number one go to listen to in the car this week. Okay. And I kind of feel like electronic music is going to have a big moment next year. Oh really? I do. Real quick, this guy really wants someone to turn on the lights. Yeah. Turn on the lights. Does anything else happen in, or, or in this no, song? No, this is the song. That's this it. Is it. So yeah, yeah, here's yeah. the thing about electronic music, and this is why I don't t typically like listening to it in my free time, yeah. is it's very repetitive. It's yeah. very monotonous, right? The beats are all the same. It, it, there's usually one lyric, and it's the same. Like That's why I don't like to listen to it in my free time. But I think like when people listen to electronic music in the club, they're so drunk that 
you kind of does it doesn't bother you as much. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the electronic music thing, but I do like that track. It's it's a good vibe. It's a good sound. Also, the other reason I think electronic music is gonna have a massive moment next year is because a lot of big mainstream artists are leaning more electronic. Like if you listen to the new Drake record at all, very electronic. A lot of like housey tracks on that record, and then also Beyonce just released a new album, which. I don't know, you know, you're probably like, yeah, so it doesn't need our promo, but her new single, Summer Renaissance, is so fucking good. I'm not even a very big Beyonce fan, and I'm obsessed with the song, and it's very electronic music leaning, which is different for her. So, just saying. I feel like all that's left for Pete Davidson is, like, Beyonce and, like, maybe Meryl <laughs> Streep. Like, unfortunately, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passed, so, like, I just don't know where he goes from here. Did they break up? Yes, they broke oh, up. I don't know these things. Bro. <laughs> Whoa. Bro. Obviously, his keeping up with the Kardashians contract ended, and so that meant... Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But am I, though? Is anyone shocked they broke up? Kind of. I thought they were going to get married. No, I didn't. I'm not shocked one bit. No. I got a new tune that I uh, was digging on from a band called Planes. It's called Problem With It. Uh, check it out. That's a plane's problem with it. I like that. Yeah. What you got going on coming up? I am playing in Atlantic City this weekend. Nice. Friday, August 12th. I'm going to be at HQ2 Nightclub, which is in the Oceans Casino Resort Hotel in Atlantic City. Very cool. Super pumped about that. And then I'll come back home for a couple days. And then I'm heading out to LA on the 17th. That's what I'm doing. Nice. Well, Atlantic City will be fun. Yeah, Atlantic City's a good time. I mean, I've never been. You know. Really? No, and I don't know if there's ever going to be a reason for me to go to Atlantic City. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things like you're really not missing a whole lot, but if you go, it is kind of fun. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah. It's not a gambler. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm but just... I do. I love a casino. I, mean, I love a casino too. I just like I just am bad at gambling. I'll go out with everybody and I'll like have no chips within the first 35 minutes. And I'm like, well, that wasn't fun at all. Yeah. Yeah. I just hang out and drink. I don't, yeah. I don't gamble. I know. Yeah. You got to gamble to get, keep on getting the free drinks. Six cycle. Not if you're a girl. That's true. All right. Um, why have tears? We love you. Love you so much. And uh, see you on the menj. Bye. Bye. Gather up your jackets. <laughs> 
Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.